0: Takes me back across the yellow day To the summers with my
1: dad
2: Telling lies about the things I did. See, I'm that banjo player who never had a kid. Now I sit beneath that yellow tree.
3: All right, everybody. Happy Monday. It is Monday sometime in July. I don't know, like the 11th or something. Uh, it's 6 o'clock, it's time to get started with the joke workshop. But thanks to Jonathan Moore for setting everything up and letting everybody in. That's super great. Hey, baby, before you go, will you put that cone on the dangerous piece of ground? Do you see? Uh, yeah, there's a hole in the floor here at Mutiny Radio. Don't, don't get hurt, don't step in that. Uh, we do have liability insurance, but we don't want to have to use it. Is there a list? Can I have a list? Was there a list that was made? <coughs> cool. All right, starting out the joke workshop. Remember, guys, if you're going to feed someone a shit sandwich, at least make the bread taste good. Uh, So you're going to leave, say, nice comments and things. Pay attention to people's sets, uh, all that kind of good stuff. All right, your first comedian might actually have written some jokes this week. I don't know. He's, uh, no, he's just been riffing. He just riffs. He's the new Rifferino. What's what we're calling him? We're calling Riff, Riff, Rifferino. Riffer, Riff, Rifferoo. Everybody, put your hands together for Cole Chapman.
4: <laughs> rifferino. Uh, you're... <laughs> You are completely correct and like the best show I've ever had uh, was the improv stand-up show. Uh, so yeah, I should riff all the time. Why do I even br- waste my time waste, uh, writing jokes? Why do I even waste my time talking? I can't do it right now, you know. Okay, uh, I've been single for a while now. Um, whoo, yeah, uh, for about like seven months. It's okay. Um, but I enjoy it like way more than like being in a relationship because no matter what the situation is, like the potential for just like a random threesome is always much higher than if I were in a relationship, you know what I mean? And I had the relationship, like the threesome talk with my last girlfriend like four times, and that's the only thing that kept me in that relationship, just like holding on hope. <laughs> it's like a 2% chance she, she was like, ah, no, I'm not down, I was like, ah, but you want, ah. So, it's kind of lukewarm on it, I'll bring you around. Uh, never worked, never happened, um, but I'm dating now. Uh, which is like really hit or miss, cause I don't know. I'm like something about me and dates that just don't, just doesn't. I don't know what's like missing. I don't know. It's like I wanna Let me give. Let me tell you about this last date I went on. Um, I was I was uh, at a bar with this girl. We were talking. we were having a good time. We were there for like two hours, right? Uh, and then at the end of the date, or like near the end of the date, she stops. Um, and she's like, actually, I think I have to go. And I was like, oh, like I was just about to—we were about to go to the next spot. She was like, yeah, um, I just got an ear infection,
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so I'm gonna go. <laughs> it's like like a sudden onset ear infection. Like what? Like a, like you can get those? I didn't even know you could do that. Like That was amazing. Like I don't know what it is about like women you're trying to sleep with slash children. Let me finish. Uh, they have like this great way to just like take like a verbal rapier and just stab you right in the heart. And he was like, "Oh, that's the one thing I didn't want to hear." Because as an aspiring comic, like I gave her an ear infection in real time. <laughs> that's that's how it came off to me. I was like, "Fuck that!" I was like, "Was it like my setups? Like the punches weren't there? Like what's? Can we workshop these for a second?" She was like, "No," and she left. Uh, it was weird. Uh, but like I kind of get it, like because. I don't know, like, I'm cute, like, I can get away with a lot on dates, like, a lot of weird stuff. You know, you, yeah, cute, yeah, you can get away with a lot of shit when you're cute, it's, like, fine. Uh, but, like, my cuteness, like, did not outweigh my weirdness on that one. She was like, no, ear infection, I'm out. Uh, and I didn't understand it until, like, the last date I went on, like, this past weekend, um, and I was there with this girl, it was, like, a third date, having an alright time, right? Uh, we're at the bar, it's late night, 1.30 a.m., um... We sort of start like leaning in, like we're making eye contact, right? And it's like about to happen, about to lean in for the kill, right? Uh, And as I'm about to do it, it gets really quiet. She grabs my wrist and goes, and I was like, "What? (laughs) Like, like she literally just grabbed this and just went and spun it around." And I was like, "I got an ear infection. I gotta go." All right, guys, thank you. That's my time.
3: Chapman. All right, comments everybody. Comments.
6: Okay, I got one. Yeah. So, I, uh, I like the use of the word rapier right Because huh, uh, it's, it's, it's like, oh, cringe. Oh, no, never mind. It's a story. Yeah. <laughs> well done. <laughs> All right, rapier.
7: Right here. That's rape. Rape here, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I think when she says that she has an ear infection, you could question her more. Yeah.
4: You know, and I, like. I, was, I forgot to do something, but I was going to be like, prove it. You know, and then like, open her ear or something. <laughs> out don't Oh, yeah. yeah.
7: Or like, how? Wait, how? And just make her corner her into lying more and more. Because that's a funny you, you being pushy and making her lie more and more is funny, too. Yeah, you, yeah, you knew that. Yeah, yeah, you could set yeah. it up like that, yeah. too. Yeah. Um, the last thing she does is weird, but why not make it weirder? Like maybe <laughs> like she has a thing on her hat. She spins around. Is <laughs>
4: she a Google intern? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Or...
7: Why does she have that? <laughs> and then she can question you about your earache.
8: Oh, sure. oh there you go. You bring it back, the back, the back the around. Call back to call back to yes, ma'am. Oh, thank you. I don't think I confused. I just only get confused like at the beginning when you set up, like, hey, I've been single. And then you're like, well, No, I guess i am not Can
3: be you make sure, sure that's turned on? Okay.
8: That's on. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's on. Oh, okay. I'm just. Hey, three. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I just get confused about you being single or, and then, like, ah, well, I'm not being. I don't know. I just like, first something. Yeah. You can just yeah, say, yeah, okay, I'm yeah. dating now. I've been single for a while. So you just set it up different. Sure. All um, right. I'm like that for the world.
9: I'm really Mr. glad sir. when you said i cute. You know, so Oh, that's nice. oh, good. You can oh, open is. that up to a lot of things that's that where, where
3: it would get you if cute. You, thank you. Maybe you only go on dates with rich women. Please use microphones. It's a radio show. Please use microphones.
4: Thank you, Heidi. Okay.
7: <laughs> Maybe you go on dates with rich women because you're so cute.
4: <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> But all right, (laughs) gladly. Okay, I think we've got to the bottom of the barrel on this one. Not really. Anybody else? No, all right, thank you guys. Uh, Cole Cole Chapman, yay, Cole Chapman. Okay, so
3: um, talk into the, George, talk into that microphone again. I don't know what's wrong. Uh, I'm still not hearing anything in it. Can you, oh, you know what? It's because it's in three, it's because it's in three, not in two. Okay, got it, got it, got it. It's, it, no, I didn't mic check before I started my own show. Okay. Uh, all right, your next comedian. Uh, he's a new comedian, so all of his jokes are new. Put your hands together. It's Arjun Banerjee.
2: The-
10: you know, I may be new, but I do reuse jokes quite a lot. Uh, originality is hard, no, but I do have new jokes today. So, when I was a child, I wanted to be the president. So that's not going great right now. <laughs> but when I thought about being the president, what I imagined in my head, the best part about being president wasn't changing like the nation, wasn't doing any shit like that. It was as president, because we had a private chef, I could eat buffalo chicken wings every single day. Yeah. That was my dream. <laughs> then I got older, and I realized maybe I could have everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> just by becoming the manager at a Wingstop. Then one of my friends got a job at Wingstop, and I learned I didn't even have to become the manager. They gave free wings to their cashiers. Then I learned wings destroy your body if you eat them every day. That's when I was all like, you know what, I'll be president again. Because once you become president, you only need to live for the next eight years. So you can just destroy it for those eight years and then who cares? I mean, Jimmy Carter's life probably has sucked since 1980... F- whatever. Two? 1980? So I stopped at the right time? Okay, because... Ni- yeah, okay. I don't know. I should know my history. That's something that I, I like. Anyways, a lot of guys say they wouldn't have sex with a pregnant woman because they don't want to disturb the baby, but I, that doesn't bother me because my dick's not that long. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I'm not saying it's tiny, but it's not depth of the vagina long, you know? Like, I don't think I could fist bump a baby with my dick. The best I could do is wave at it from afar. Like, hey, baby. And I'd I'd only do it if it was my baby for a couple reasons. One, the type of woman who would let you have sex with her while she's pregnant with another man's baby may not be the kind of woman you want to have unprotected sex with. Uh, And also, I want babies to be afraid of strangers' dicks. (laughs) And don't want to introduce them to that early on in their safe space, which is the utero. Anyways, um, a lot of people, they say, uh, some people want cruelty-free meat. I want that too, but then people are like, well, you kill them anyways. And that's where I figured out how to get really, truly, cruelty-free meat. Just get meat from suicidally-depressed animals. (laughs) They'll kill themselves so you don't have to. It's not cruel. Just kind of let them go. I mean, if, you know, I don't know where I'm going. I'm not going to make a social point with the rest of this bit. Okay, just get animals that want to kill themselves. Um, what else have I written? I hate driving in San Francisco with all the, like, one-way streets. You ever make a wrong term in San Francisco and end up in Oakland? because that happened to me once. Me and my my dad was like, "Hey, Arjun, we're going to dinner in the in San Francisco." And I was like, "Cool." He made a wrong turn and was like, "Hey, Arjun, we're going to dinner in Berkeley." <laughs> okay. That one's not as funny as the other two. All right. And finally, let's see. Uh Okay. I'm sorry for this joke, but I I think it's funny, so I'm going to tell it. Having sex with me on paper seems like a good idea, but then we do it, and we just end up covered in paper cuts. (laughs) And you have herpes. Just kidding. How could a virgin get herpes? Give you herpes. That's what I meant to say. How could a virgin give you herpes? All right, my name's Arjun Banerjee. Thank you very much.
3: How could a virgin give you herpes? Arjun Banerjee. Comments.
4: I have one. Is this is this, yes. wor- is this working? Okay. Um, so you said like, you, like wings, like ruin your life, like destroy your body. Um, but being president totally destroys your body (laughs) look at Obama just from start to finish that dude is like a mummy now he doesn't even he looks terrible uh Jimmy Carter also survived brain cancer when he's 90 I wrote that down for some reason so (laughs) now you have it um not brain cancer that factoid um also what does a suicidal animal look like I feel like there's room for you to explain that concept a little more um
10: yeah emo fans but animal fans
4: yeah there you go all right that's it for me
1: I was thinking like lemmings and like
2: Eeyore <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking like all you eat is like <laughs> lemming meat and Eeyore meat <laughs>
10: <laughs> That's funny That's funny
9: <laughs> The image with the penis going towards the fetus was just <laughs> outrageously funny. Yeah. I
10: meant to say fist bump a fetus.
7: That the
10: that. alliteration that that works better. Feast fist bump the fetus because it's alliteration. I think I said baby.
7: I think it would be head bumping
10: though.
2: Well, that's not as
10: funny though because nobody nobody's like. He's going for alliteration. Yeah. Then a, reservation because, reservation. because then the wave from afar... Was the wave from afar funny? Yes. Yeah. Okay,
7: so that's
8: it bump. You could say foot bump. <laughs> foot
7: bump. Yeah,
10: I'm just going to go with the fist. I'm done. Like that, I'm, yeah. I feel strongly about this. Stay
6: my principles. Yeah, okay.
11: I say uh, instead of fist bump, you should say face fuck the baby. <laughs>
5: It's got that precious alliteration you're looking for. Uh, 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 uh,
1: uh, 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 uh. (laughs) That's your goal.
10: (laughs) 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 It's got threes
1: instances. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs)
10: that's Also, yeah,
11: rule of threes as well.
10: to learn in common.
11: and also it's 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 f- it's fucking a child's face
1: that's <laughs> true a
11: baby's face <laughs>
1: that's
10: funny but i'm probably not going to use it all right anyone else no good
1: uh, all right no now
5: that we're talking about it you could add like you'll have a, a fetal facial you're not you're not into that <laughs>
3: If you spray a fetus with more sperm, it's actually, it doesn't really do anything because he's already in ambionic fluid. So he's already kind of like in like the prime vagina juices. So adding more sperm isn't really going to do anything to the baby's face.
5: But I was thinking maybe it'd be a turnoff for him when he starts thinking about the fecal facial, how it's a turnoff for him.
3: Well, no, where did the poop come from? There's no poo. There's no poo in this thing.
6: It's also the baby already won that race. So he's like, dude, you guys are late.
11: (laughs) No, it's, it's like a family reunion. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, this is really productive. <laughs> All right. Face fucking fetuses, one joke at a time. Everybody give it up for Arjun Banerjee. <laughs> Go into strange places here on the joke workshop. Uh your next comedian is going to uh make you guys a little more normal or hey, she might even take it to an entirely new level. We'll see what happens. Uh her hair's back. She's ready for action. Put your hands together
7: for Allison Hooker.
1: Hey
7: guys, um that that was funny here. Not sure it's going to be funny to every audience, so I got to warn you. Um, I, I am married and divorced. I made it out of a marriage with no fetuses. I'm pretty proud of that. Thanks. Um, yeah, I married and divorced at 30 because I'm trying to make good time. You know, and I figure I might as well get like 12 in, get a little husband punch card here. The 13th is free. You get a free sandwich. Um, plus, I, I actually, I married a Brazilian, so I gave someone a green card, and it's just my way of like giving it to the government, my own personal little way. You know? So I can do that multiple times in my life. I'll be, feel like I'm winning somehow. Um, and it's nice, it's nice having married a Brazilian, because now I can say like prejudice or weird, slightly prejudiced things about anyone from Central or South America, and I'm like, oh no, no, guys, it's okay. I gave someone a green card once. Um, but he was, like, about as faithful as a sock. You know, you do laundry once. <laughs> I don't know if that works. <laughs> Anyways, um, when I was going through a divorce, uh, all kinds of people told me that I should meditate. Like, even people who seem really nervous. But so many people told me that I should meditate, I'm kind of convinced it's a pyramid scheme. And meditating for me is, like, torture. And when I think about my breathing, I feel like I can't breathe. And like sitting in a silent room trying not to think about the thing I'm not supposed to be thinking about. Oh my God. Yeah, not for me. I would just be like counting down the minutes until that shit was over. Completely stressed me out. So now I just tell people I meditate. Really seems to calm them down. <laughs> or I, um, I tell other people to meditate to calm me down. But really, for me, it's like a good drink after a good orgasm. That's relaxation. So now I'm in a new relationship. Um, I mean, I've been sleeping with him for like a year and a half, but I just started talking to him. <laughs> yeah, it turns out he's cool. I was totally <laughs> blindsided by that. I was like, oh shit, like just for months in the joke workshop, I was calling him young muscles, actually, I never took him seriously. So anyways, now we're in a relationship because you know I talked to him and he's, he's kind of cool. Um, and he's Syrian. So that just opens up a whole nother cool area. Like, Arabs this, Arabs that. Oh, guys, don't worry. I'm dating a Syrian. It's okay. Um, I think he, like, uh, because he, you know, learned how to write in Arab, I think he might have swiped the wrong way on Tinder. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I like to think that I sort of date ahead of the trends. You know, I married a Brazilian before Brazil was so hip. So I'm, like, pretty... (laughs) pretty cool now I'm with a Syrian are you kidding me that's pretty hip you guys have to admit you know so I feel pretty good about that um it's funny though because my super super close friend one of my best friends and my housemate is Egyptian and uh, he was traveling for a long time he was in the Middle East and he recently came back and he he's wants to get to know this guy I'm in a new relationship with but he doesn't trust him because he's Arab and my boyfriend doesn't trust my roommate because he's Arab and it's hilarious like I'm telling a story the other day to my roommate and I mentioned yeah and then Zane said this he goes why because he's he's Arab and controlling (laughs) I was like no dude because he was pissed that guy was rude to me what are you talking about later on I was having a conversation with my boyfriend about my housemate and I we would have a crazy neighbor and then I was like yeah and then Mina got upset he's like why because he's because he's Arab he's like that So they're both trying to, like, catch each other. Like, I know you're not as cool and hippie as you seem. First chance you get, you're going to put her in a hijab. Uh, So I think that's funny. That's all I got for you guys. Thanks so much. Oh, except that it's kind of racist to whisper a race. But I'm not sure if it's racist to whisper white. Like, well, you know, he's white. But maybe that's just because people don't whisper white around me. Anyways. <laughs> She's white. Hey, everybody, put your hands together.
3: She's white. It's Allison Hooker. I really appreciate that you used the word hajib correctly in a sentence. I thought that was great. I don't think a lot of people know that the traditional headscarf is called a hajib. It's just at the end, I'm just saying, like, it's just a way to be culturally sensitive, and you're just doing it in your comedy, you know? Cultural sensitivity is pregnant all throughout. Although she's never been pregnant, her uh, her her social commentary is is pregnant with poise uh, and what's the word I'm looking for? Cultural sensitivity. I'm excited. Okay, go ahead. What? I believe it's hijab, right? Oh, hijab. Yeah, hijab, hijab. There's okay. there's letters. whatever. Also, this is Punjabi, whatever. whatever Punjabi. <laughs> sure, Punjabi. <laughs> Hajib. Let's rein it in. Shafar, You know, whatever
10: anyways anyways also this isn't a real suggestion just a note assyrian y- you know as both a syrian person and an assyrian person oh. mm-hmm. there's a lot there mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
4: let you figure out the rest yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, i think um, did you call back to the green card thing with the Syrian
3: guy? Did you turn it off? Is it on? <laughs> I'm fucking with every mic, apparently. Yeah, just it. I just, <laughs> I that one's actually not... Th- I don't think that one's actually plugged into anything.
4: Oh, Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like I <laughs> yeah, I kind of heard feedback. Anyways. Exactly. Good dick play. Um, Mike dick. Yep. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, you call back to the green card thing with a Syrian guy. Also, what's hip about like dating a Syrian?
12: Okay. I was thinking you could say like Syria is about to really blow up.
4: Oh, oh shit!
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. it's kind of been doing that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. You get I, like everybody like people clear rooms when he walks in or something. Like what what happened? Like you know lines for clubs? I don't know. There's like I, there's reason there's like it's like walking to the street with a pit bull or something. Like you could probably get away with a lot with that. Um,
8: I was just going to say, like, uh, on the nobody says, like, but, he's, but she's white. You know, black people do that.
7: Yeah. <laughs> I, that's kind of the joke. Like, it's not around me, right?
8: Yeah, yeah not around you. But like, no yeah, one's racist against r- white people. Yeah, not at all. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, wait, before you go, this is so crazy. I'm walking home today from nannying, and there was an African-American gentleman on the street. And I'm walking by, just, you know, la, 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 being and Pam. You know, I've got, like, my groceries because I have some Trader Joe's. And he goes... As I walk by, he's kind of pacing. He goes, I don't really like white people right now. And I wanted to say back, I never like white people. <laughs> like, what? It's okay, buddy. We're on the same team. Uh, but anyway, they don't, I, they, I feel like there's a lot of tension right now. So keep doing good jokes about it, though, because at least we bring something into th- Maybe we're affecting change. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Whatever.
7: Yeah, maybe.
12: <laughs>
3: Thanks, guys. Yay! But don't listen to me because I was accused of being a Klansman last week. So clearly, I am the most—at least I have no idea why. I'm—I'm uh, <clears throat> I'm I'm maybe just because I'm white, I'm considered to be a racist at this point. I think we overuse the word, and then that sort it somehow starts losing its meaning. Your next comedian. Uh, I'm glad that she's here. I uh, had her, I think, at the station once before. We're friends on Facebook. Is this your first time here? Oh, sweet. We're just friends on Facebook anyways. That's exciting. All right, everybody, put your hands together. It's Heidi Mueller!
9: Very nice. Thank you. Thanks for the great welcome. So I'm going to start my talk to you with a prayer. Dear Lord, two months ago, you took my favorite singer, Prince. Three weeks ago, you took my favorite boxer, Muhammad Ali. I want you to know that my favorite candidate for president is Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, I'm still here. Um, I'm from Germany, as you might, might hear. And I went back to Germany in May. And I really didn't know what to do to go over there. But th- they're going to tell me, what the fuck are you doing? You know, What, I, what is this guy talking about? A play, uh, doing a wall? Do you know that we are the master builders, the Germans? We we know we know walls. They don't they don't work. They <laughs> climb over them. They go under them. You got to shoot them. So this this poor poor downtrodden comes up from South America and goes to the nice Mexican built wall, and you know Mexicans build walls too, good ones, and say, "Puta madre, a wall." Let me go back home. (laughs) I don't think so. Then I thought, okay, so what else? You know, he wants to bring back the jobs to the United States. What, um, to do t shirts for a buck a day? (laughs) I don't think so. I cannot see the lines. And now we almost have a civil war, as you would see, and it's a little heavy, but we do. So I was switching to C-SPAN the other day, and there was uh, the FBI guy sitting there on the hot seat, and they were shooting questions at him. I said, oh, finally, they're going to figure it out. And now, the next day, we found out we are going to investigate the server once again. (laughs) That'll do it. I don't think so. Now, um, so. Trump wants to do what uh, the the English did, okay? They did the Brexit. Have you heard of Brexit? Yeah, Yeah. so for some stupid reason, this English people woke up and said, we want to go out of England. I mean, out of the Europe. We want to only have England. So they didn't remember that we threw the tea already in uh, in the Boston Harbor. So they don't have us as a colony anymore. (laughs) And Gandhi kicked them out of India. So they're sitting at their little rain-filled island doing all the dirt work by themselves. That's what uh, Trump wants for us. Get out of NATO. OK, I'm from Kaiserslautern, Germany. Okay, Kaiserslautern, Germany is the biggest American army arms weapons depot in the world. Okay? <laughs> in the world outside the United States. The, 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 the um, drones are being sent from Kaiserslautern to Syria. So you're going to bring them home? Where to put them? In uh, Baltimore? I don't think so. So then I thought when I grew up, um, women didn't have any rights. You know, I'm older than most of you women didn't have any rights, so we could be a teacher, a a nurse, and a... What else? Teacher, nurse, and secretary. Mom, yeah, that's true. (laughs) That would have been an option. So, right now, they they hired... um, Yahoo hired Marissa Mayer and um, Twitter hired Jack Dorsey, right? So when Marissa Mayer had to fire people, she was called Marie Antoinette, Cutting off the heads of people, right? Ooh. Jack Dorsey, same same action was called Steve J- new Steve Jobs, and a new Tesla. Mm-hmm. So, do you really think what they're doing to Clinton, left and right, is fair? I don't think so. Thank you. <laughs> hey.
3: Heidi Mueller, stay up there. Comments.
5: Your accent's uh, I, cool. I, I liked your wall joke. I just think, besides Mumi me, and Pam, I don't think anyone else in this room was alive yet during when the wall came down. Do you guys know what wall she was talking about? Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Believe me, I'm surprised.
7: On that note, I think that when you say, "Oh, sorry," um, on that same idea, I think that when you say like you went back to Germany you, and s- just start that joke really with like a wall and let people like laugh at the fact that Germans are like, guys, we did that a long time ago. But yeah. Um, did you say that the, the biggest arms uh, dealers outside of the US? But it's o- owned Is this owned by the US? Yeah. Oh, y- you should mention that like don't 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 get upset you guys. You're still the number one when it comes to weapons or something like giving oh, us credit like, like the- don't 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 get mad at me. I know. I know. You guys were the best with guns.
9: Maybe <laughs> there's something there. it's the weapons American
7: Right. So let us know that like you're it's okay guys. It's okay. Like I'm not trying to upset you. Okay. Maybe. I
9: don't know because i mean,
12: I was just thinking when you make your, like, Twitter joke, you could say they call Jack Dorsey Jack the Ripper and then be like, just kidding. They call him Steve Jobs.
10: Um, okay.
3: yeah. well, thank you. Woo! Yay! Heidi Mueller! Come back in again with your cool accent and your jokes that no one else has because you have really interesting life stories. All right. Uh, your next comedian... I suppose he could have interesting life stories. Uh you're, I mean I just I don't know what I guess I guess it's interesting to live in the Sylvan House. Uh your next comedian is a funny guy with a big beard and something to say. Put your hands together for John Gallagher.
9: Which side with my heart tall the most swing Um
11: yeah, I don't have any interesting life stories ever. Uh, so, and that's why I think I'm, I've avoided. I moved to San Francisco, and it's traditionally been like an interesting, radical place. And I think I've avoided most of that during my time here. And as soon as I had that thought, I had three immediate memories come back at me. Where two years ago, I saw two people on I- ecstasy try to fuck in the same giant onesie. <laughs> And memory number two, I've also witnessed a wedding in Dolores Park that was polyamorous and the groom was dressed like Pitbull. Again, on ecstasy. And then, and then number three, I just had a friend's girlfriend hit me up through Tinder but ask me about comic recommendations. <laughs> she said, Don't worry, it's just to hook up with chicks. I was like, All right, well, the algorithm took you to me, so bad lie, very bad lie. Uh, Sorry, Joe. I took that. Yeah, that's okay, great. good. <laughs> great great writing. <laughs> great work.
13: <laughs>
11: great, great writing. Uh, the other thing, too, I don't know. Since I'm trying to be, uh, you know, gain some life experience, I was uh, trying to learn from people, and I found myself committing the ultimate cisgender straight white male crime in San Francisco. I was on mass transit, and I found myself manspreading. Oh, no. Sitting next to a sweet old lady letting these legs go agape, <laughs> And bumping her. And this old lady looks at me, and it's because she's very polite. She says, oh, I'm sorry. And I said, no, ma'am, I'm sorry. I was manspreading. And she says, what's manspreading? And I said, are you going to fucking make me mansplain manspreading to you right now, you bitch? <laughs> I work with a lot of tourists, and so I'm around Australians constantly, and they're like uh, Texas as a country. Um... <laughs> Texas and Alabama just butt fucked a country, Uh, and they all wear teal and a lot of colors. But I'm pretty good, beginning good, at Australian impressions. I can do both an Australian woman and an Australian man perfectly. So first, I'm going to start off with my impression of an Australian woman. Okay, so let me get in my zone. A dingo ate my pussy. (laughs) Yep. Now an Australian man. That's not a knife, that's a dingo eating your pussy. (laughs) My roommate just got VR. He just got an Oculus Rift headset, which is great because that means I'm gonna be jerking off in virtual reality soon. I'm very excited about stealing his Oculus Rift to masturbate to virtual reality porn. Uh, And the one thing that's nice is you go on virtual reality porn, it's pretty cool, but you realize that they had to work up to that. Like, there's, there was prototypes to people being able to fuck in virtual reality. And one of the ones that I remembered a while ago was that there was the first integration was this, that what somebody did was they took fleshlights, which are the things that look like fla- flashlights that have a butthole attachment, and a pussy attachment. They added a USB port. <laughs> and, PO, and to POV videos, what you could do is you could just hook up your flashlight to your computer or iPad, and you could just fuck the shit out of your iPad. Now, what a wonderful future we live in, right? Isn't that beautiful? You remember when it was an insult to fuck a machine? Like, if you fucked a vacuum cleaner, you were retarded, right? You remember that? Like, you were a fucking idiot, and now it's like, well, you don't, you don't get pleasure from this fucking machine? You've never fucked the sweet tentacle arms of this fucking, I don't know. <laughs> uh, and that's it, anyway.
3: The sweet tentacle arms of John Gallagher.
11: Yes, my tentacle arms.
3: His t- comedy will reach at you like a tentacle and yes. grab so a hold of you with its suckers. A, hent-
11: a hentai tentacle <laughs> into your okay. orifices. So, the, uh,
6: the fucking your iPad thing, yeah. like the first thing that sprung to mind is, well, that'll make you go blind. Oh, that's good. Because you're like, ah, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
14: Great uh, deployment of the algorithm tag. No, I know. It's like Love I that. Like, that was fantastic. Really it was. I mean, it was. It was just a natural moment. I'm glad. I'm glad we shared that. Um, Good writing, buddy. I, yeah, thank you. Uh, right. With the examples of like weird stuff in San Francisco, obviously the third one's great, but it almost seems like since the first two are on ecstasy, yeah, yeah. if you could make the third on ecstasy, either tie that into that, oh, or come up cool. with another one, and then basically something about how San Francisco now is like Molly as opposed to in the sixties, it was acid. Okay. That's not like a joke, but it's a heavy no. concept, bro. Wait, um, wait, and then, <laughs> it's <too> heavy, dude, <laughs> Fuck. my mind's
11: fucking dude. way down, bro. I gotta uh, expand my fucking <laughs> mind,
14: bro. <laughs> and great edit on the man spreading joke. You you said it differently this time, right? I think it's uh, I yeah, like no, it now. And I'm just wor- I'm, like it's old, so I'm trying to. I like the I like the new. Well, it seemed it felt new. Oh yeah, so thanks, man. I like it. Yeah.
8: Um, just so you know, uh, yesterday, Japan had its first um, VR porn, like, uh, what they call it? Expo. Uh, yeah, like expo thing, and there's, like, oh, pictures geez. of, uh, like, mannequin. Yeah. with. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I yeah. forgot yeah. about
11: that. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I saw that, too. Just wow. something
8: to throw in there. They got the mannequin with the clear arms and legs Ooh, and shit. It's really weird. Jesus. Yeah. The what FYI. What a
11: fucking horrifying future we have. Yeah. I can't wait for Pokemon Ho. Seriously, it's like... Uh, yeah, You can... You can finally fuck that Zapdos, baby.
10: Yeah.
11: <laughs> <laughs> it's all oh, Zapdos getting fucked.
3: It's, it's all about the, it's going to be all about that, uh, taking your, when you take your phone and you put it on your face with the special VR glasses, that's going to happen too with Allison did you want to say something you still have two minutes you forgot they just started talking about fucking robots and you're like I have nothing to add to this conversation (laughs) all right everybody give it up for John Gallagher See, all that new VR technology, it's going either one way to sell houses or uh, one way to use that stupid VR technology is to take pictures of rich people's houses so that no one actually has to go to an open house ever again. And the other reason of having it is so that you can fuck strangers without your own hand. I don't understand Uh, you crazy crazy people I don't even masturbate what's wrong with you is is a new as a new like are all the kids in their 20s just so sexually they've been watching it since they were like born so they just really want to fuck all the time is that what's wrong with the 20 year olds now yeah (laughs) okay He got in at 13 and he that's late for porn. I still have 41 and I don't watch porn. Uh, you. Your next comedian actually invented porn. Uh, I think he's been in 12 of them. I love that joke that you told the other day. Maybe, anyways, I shouldn't I give away his material, but if he does that joke that about you being brilliant from the past, you're pedophile. Anyway, uh, put your hands together. At Zach Wiseman. <laughs>
15: Hello. Hello, oh, God damn it, Josh Holub. <coughs> Sorry, I almost did it, I apologize. So I don't catcall women uh, anymore. I used to, uh, but then a few people informed me that some women like it. I was like, I'm not taking part in building women's self esteem, no siree. <laughs> so now I don't. I catcall men. Whenever I'm uh, driving by people, I just yell, hey, show me your dick! (laughs) And it makes people really fucking uncomfortable. (laughs) It's pretty hilarious. Uh, Me and another comic one night, we were driving down the road, and it was a female comic, and we were, the whole car was yelling at people (laughs) to show us their dicks, right? Uh, And we're in this car, and we pull up to a light, and there's a dude on a bike sitting in the same light, and we're like, Audrey, tell him to show you his dick. And she did, and then we all started yelling it, and he laughed, and then there was a moment where he stopped laughing, and he just kinda looked down. And I was like, this man is about to show us his dick. And then the light turned green. It was fucking bullshit. I could see his contemplation. It was beautiful. Hmm, fuck. I hope when I die, I gotta relive that before I die. You know? If I have one thing flash, I just wanna watch that man contemplate pulling out his dick in public. God damn it, that's okay. People think you pay doctors to like fucking remove kidneys and shit, but that's not true. You pay doctors to be careful. I'll remove your fucking kidney, you know what I mean? Save you a ton of cash. Pay a doctor to remove only your kidney and not get curious about what else is in there, you know? (laughs) That's why health insurance is so much. Mm. So people are mad at Hillary Clinton for allegedly stealing votes, and then a bunch of other people are like, no way she would do that. If you don't think a politician would try to steal votes, consider that people illegally do steroids to win bike races. (laughs) They're trying to steal votes. Trying to do it. I think it's funny that people, uh, they'll be like, well, if my candidate gets in office, uh, things will change. Things are really gonna, but it's still a piece of the same machine. You know what I mean? It's like if you took your car to a mechanic, and he's like, well, what you need, uh, you're gonna need yourself a more democratic-leaning alternator. <laughs> it's not how shit works. What I'm saying is you gotta murder people. Not cops either. Cops are fucking morons. Leave cops alone. They don't make their own decisions. You gotta shoot bankers. I'm telling you guys, shoot some bankers. Feeling suicidal? Uh, push it off a week. Kill a banker. <laughs> I know how to solve terrorism, guys. I figured this out. Uh, it's just a simple rebranding, too. It's really easy. Instead of like a terrorist, you just call them Jew lovers, right? And every act of terrorism is an act of Jew love, right? <laughs> Headlines would be great. It would be like a a suicide Jew lover committed the most heinous act of Jew love we've ever seen. That would be great, and then they'd be like, I am not going down like that. That's not going to be me. You know how I know ISIS is stupid? Uh, They didn't even try to kill Bernie Madoff, and he's a convicted thieving Jew. That's like their mortal enemy. All right, I'm I'm out of here.
7: (laughs) Zach Wiseman!
15: Yeah.
3: Wait, Before he does it, since that was a near-perfect set, will you tell the joke that I like about the ba- being in the future and the past and the okay. pictures?
15: So, if when I was a child I took naked pictures of myself in uh, very revealing positions, uh, can I sell those now without getting arrested? <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to buy some
3: pictures <laughs> <laughs> sorry I love that joke I think it's really funny okay comments yay, Zach oh, yeah. yay.
15: <laughs> well
14: yeah that joke and the kidney joke were both amazing um, the afterlife joke or why did I write that uh, oh yeah 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 the joke about um, the guy about to show you his dick uh-huh. super funny if you want to take that to a next look because you're talking about you want to see it before you die or right. if there's an afterlife, wouldn't that be great if it was your first thing when you got to heaven, there was a
15: cocktease Jesus, but you never quite got to see it? When I was a kid, I always hoped heaven was just like, uh... Like a VHS tape of life, so you could just go back through and be like, "That's where my fucking keys were." God yeah. damn it! <laughs> and I could just watch it that a million times. That's uh, another
14: one is uh, for the whole bankers bit. Uh, might be fun to end that with. I know that's a lot of animosity from a guy who clearly doesn't have a bank account.
15: Yeah, for a reason. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs>
15: uh, <laughs> hey, fuck he, you! I got a PayPal account. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, got so, um, he's got so much money that he,
3: he, he has that amazing jacket. It's beautiful.
4: I've got, got a it's suggestion true. for you. Never mind. You're sitting down. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, real quick. Uh, blood doping uh, being a thing that way cheating bike racing uh-huh. uh, is like a way crazy process. that I feel like, like people take out their blood and then they go to a mountain and then train a bunch and then come back and get that blood back in them. <laughs> like, so they're gonna fucking do that. Like, of course, you're gonna pay an intern to go fucking, yeah, yeah, drop exactly. Off a voting yeah, yeah. Box. yeah, if you just so have like to pay people, it. obviously, yeah, obviously, yeah, so
8: yeah,
3: mm, <laughs> Zach Wiseman, yay, <laughs> <laughs> nearly perfect set, yay. All right, your next comedian uh produces a show at Brainwash now and some Fridays. Uh, put your hands together for Sand.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
16: childhood What's up guys? How are you doing? Uh I think it's funny how much pressure parents put on their kids nowadays to succeed, you know? Arjun knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh I don't know. I feel like it's just cuz parents see their kids as an extension of themselves, you know? Like it's like even if let's like yeah, I'm a worthless loser, but if my kid is a piano prodigy, like hey, You know, like, I I might not be talented, but my semen is Mozart, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's how it is, I feel. Uh, I have a friend who has a, she has a son. His name is Brian. He's in third grade, and uh, he can't read. And she told me that Brian's brain works a little bit differently. (laughs) Maybe Brian's brain doesn't work at all. You know what I mean? Like, I... (laughs) I feel like at a certain point, we just have to accept that possibility maybe, right? I don't know. I feel like if you can't, like he reads, he's dyslexic, so he reads words backwards. I feel like if you read words backwards, like that's just being so stupid that they have to like come up with a medical condition to describe you. <laughs> like dyslexia, all right, all right. Uh, I have a roommate. And uh, he's from the South, he's really conservative. He's very conservative. And I was talking to him. I saw this porn of a guy fucking his dad. So I'm just gonna put that out there. (laughs) And I told my roommate about this. And he was like, ew, that's gay. (laughs) All right, let me move into some stuff that's funny. Let me let me move into some stuff that may or may not be funny. Uh, I feel like the thing about stereotypes is like they're usually true. You know what I mean? Like they're usually true. Like a lot of Mexican girls I know are pregnant. A lot of homeless dudes I know are on drugs, and community college kids are dumb. I don't know. Like I was at the park with my niece, and uh, we were sitting on a park bench. We were sitting on a park bench, and I was helping her with her homework. And we were trying to figure out how to use the calculator. I didn't know how to use it. I was trying to figure it out. And this Asian guy with glasses came and sat next to us. And my niece looked at me, and she's like, hey, I bet that guy knows how to use this calculator. And I was like, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> and I think he heard me. Because right when I said that, he like looked over at us, he like picked up the calculator, and he stole it. You know what I mean? That's the lesson about stereotypes, guys. Uh, life life is a funny way of working itself out. It's something I've never heard a homeless man say.
14: <laughs>
16: you know, like I don't know if you guys have been to fast food restaurants in the area. It's like like they're homeless people sleeping underneath the tables. Like they think McDonald's is a bed and breakfast. You know. <laughs> Uh, all right, I want to leave you on something, something else. I feel like you got to keep life in perspective. You got to keep life in perspective. Like, you are ever walking down the street and you see this someone and you're just like, oh, my God, that guy's really short. But then when you get closer, you realize you're actually, like, the same height? You know what I mean? All right, thank you so much, guys. Sand, Noah. Yeah,
14: it's uh pretty sure it's pronounced stereotypes.
6: Stereotypes. <laughs> yeah, sorry.
14: All right. The, uh the grammar police. There. Well, no, it's just Spelling. pronunciation. Um I <laughs> I um I see where you're going with a lot of the- I think for certain ones like um the dyslexia one, for example, like there needs to be some other kind of clever twist other than like just dyslexic means you're really dumb. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I just I feel like there's a lot of points where, like, you deliver it and you have punchlines in there, and, and I see where it is funny. But to get people to, like, go along with that, it's almost like the punchline can't be just shitting on that itself. It has you know to be like I mean? a twist. Yeah, and not necessarily like you have to pull some, like, comedic magic and do something hacky or shitty but like there needs to be something kind of original and in a different direction other than just like ah you thought we should be nice to these people but fuck them
10: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay so one this is some advice like I got a couple like a, two months ago and it's just I've been trying to it's like don't cause you were like leaning back on the mic which kind of makes you seem like this like involved, So that's just like a physical thing. And also the joke about the Asian dude on the bench is that you're also Asian. Mm-hmm. And that like if they if the audience knows that and I know that and you like – people may not in- instinctually know that based- because they may not hear your name or anything. But like mm-hmm. if you're talking about Asian stereotypes, you know, like Asians must know about com- calculators. It doesn't really work in a situation of where you and another Asian person, your niece, mm-hmm. don't know how to work. Calculate, yeah. but I do like the part where you're like, he steals it because that's funny. So, oh, yeah. maybe seeing Asians say Chinese. Yeah, I don't,
16: I don't, yeah, I don't know whether I want to say Chinese. I've I'm, I'm not been getting good responses. When Korean, I just- <laughs> Taiwanese, them Korea, <laughs> So start listing them. Hmong, out.
5: <laughs> Dirty Jap, my dad always liked Dirty Jap, Bur- Burmese. Are they
3: Burmese or are they? Do they count?
7: The responses—it might not be because people are offended. It's just the three stereotypes you pick are so—I mean, they're stereotypes, but they're such obvious ones. Yeah. So maybe, maybe we're waiting for something that's less obvious.
16: Yeah, I think I think I know what you mean.
7: Yeah. Um, just so you
3: know, life has a funny way. That whole thing—that that's that's a quote from "Isn't It Ironic" by Alanis Morissette. If you're gonna say it, you might as well bring it in because. I mean, or not? I, it just for me. When you said that, I was like, "Oh, Alanis Morissette, just because it's
16: yeah.
3: that song.
16: I, I looked it up. I looked up that quote. I saw it was Alanis Morissette, and then I had to like learn who she was.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a, that's a cute joke. I mean, that's a cute thing to say. I mean, yeah, you don't you know who Alanis Morissette is. Like even back to. Like Nickelodeon days with the slime and the I am way too old for all of the. Yeah, she was played God in Dogma. It's not like she's that out there. Kevin Smith. This is where I was going with the Berlin Wall comment ever been made? Dogma by Kevin Smith. One of his only really great movies. Yeah, Yeah, Matt Damon was in it. So was Ben Affleck. They were they were Renegade Angels. Chris Rock was in it. Yeah, you've never seen Dogma. What is wrong with you guys? Um, Get some fucking culture.
7: Prince died. Do you know who that is? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> i who died. I was like, so okay. What oh, was I going to say?
3: Shit. Something about Atlantis? This keeps happening you to you. What did you bring up? I know. Clearly, did we give you pot today? Have you been smoking the bowls? What happened? Ellison Hooker oh, twice now oh, has gone I up. You,
7: I think you start that joke out. Um, life has a funny way of working itself out unless it doesn't work itself out. And you can give more than just a homeless person not saying that. There's like anyone who's not in a good place in their life doesn't say that, you know? Uh, so you could give us more examples and it could come down comedians. to a less, yeah.
3: yeah majority exactly. could of end comedians. On something like yeah.
7: Comedians never say that or, or something Ruff. that like we're not <laughs> expecting as much. <laughs>
3: Clap wildly for San Yeah! Gotta put my
1: shirt and pants on blue down the front stair. Wet my fingers and slick my hair.
3: All right. If you guys are wondering what we're listening to in the fills, it's The Crow by Steve Martin. He's playing banjo for us because he's a comedian. Uh, your next comedian's a really funny guy. You're going to love him. Put your hands together. It's Joey Avery. Mister told
13: my mom and that. The promised dad. I won't be late, so God excel. All right. go.
14: Yes. I, uh... So I want to tell you guys about the time that I got the sex talk. Yeah, which was a pretty great moment for me, especially because I did not know it had happened until it was already over. <laughs> my, uh, we were at a dinner party, and my uncle, a little drunk, pulls me aside, and he just looks at me, and he goes, Hey, I've had a good time, <laughs> and you should have a good time, too. And I was like, what? Like, yeah, it's a good dinner party, you know? And he's like, listen, I've probably been with a good 90, well, well over 100 women in my life. And it was a great time. I mean, I'm talking all sorts of women. I had an amazing time. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? And he just keeps going. And he's like, but that was the 70s, man. Summer of love. Things were different. It was everywhere now, but now things are crazy, and you should remember to try and use protection. And then he left the room. <laughs> that was it. That was the sex talk. I was trying to figure out what happened, and I was like, Did, was that it? Was that the talk? Because I'm pretty sure that 95% of that was my uncle just talking about how he crushed Fosh in the 70s. All right, that was... The whole time, like, at the end with, like, a little wink of, like, the way cheeky people talk about putting vermouth in a martini, like, well, just wink at your condom, you know, and it'll be <laughs> fine. And that, that was pretty much it, um, which was great. I enjoyed that. But it was also the first time that I realized that talk probably treated a little differently for men and women. You know, like I don't think, and I'm sure guys have different I'm sure some girls go down, but I don't think most women ever sit down with their mom and she's like, listen Chelsea, you want to know why Aunt Vivian calls me Albuquerque? It's because for a time, I was the best place for you to find a new Mexican, like that's not a talk that a lot of women have, like you, you know what a train is, honey, like I don't think that happens, and I think... That a lot of that's because it's higher stakes, obviously. But that's a little rude. Like women, you know, sex is just as fun for them. Why should they have the entire burden? And I realize that probably a lot of that is because men have sex talks similar to mine. (laughs) We don't really have a strong sense of responsibility, and we all need to work on that. Um, What else? That was my main new one. I have some other kind of throw, oh, yeah, <laughs> I went on a trip with my family this weekend as we were leaving. My mom is like, oh, I love you, you know, it was so much fun to see you. And then my dad does the, like, hey, drive safe, you know? And I realized, I think that is that is a way that, that men tell each other they love each other. Like, hey, I hope your car doesn't crash and you don't splatter all over the road on the way home because I care, all right? And that's what I'm trying to let you do. I truly care about you and I don't want you to die a horrible, painful death on the way home. Um, All right. That's all I got. Thank you.
3: Joey Avery with the sex talk. Oh, boy, running a train (laughs) on the ladies.
7: Is there a connection you can make with between the I love you talk and the sex talk? like how reckless they both are or something
14: yeah that's actually that's a good point
3: yeah be safe because be safe is a lot like but where right. wear a condom
14: right <laughs> instead of talking directly about it it's like yeah try not to fuck up oh. yeah. <laughs> yeah
7: you'll find your dick just be safe
14: yeah
7: <laughs> um, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say how old you were when your uncle did that because that's oh, probably shit he, yeah it was like you know,
14: eleven <laughs> i oh, was I I put, like I like kissed eight two girls.
6: Push-
7: <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. it'd be funny if, like, you had never even had a hard-on when he had that talk, or it'd be funny also if you yeah. were, like, uh,
14: I was in your 30s in like already, grade.
7: and you're like, dude, I didn't need that talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're, you're
3: right. already swimming in puss. You're like, Fuck yeah.
14: great.
7: <laughs> Thanks. Swing well over 100 puss. already. <laughs>
14: <laughs> My first album.
7: <laughs> swimming <laughs> in puss. <laughs> or, or you know your number.
14: What? You oh, yeah. Know, <laughs> I'm, yeah. Like, oh, I'm, I'm at 107, 107. Uncle Dan. You <laughs> savage. Would it be funny to mention that this man is
6: like five foot three? I don't know if it matters, but it is true. Yeah. So I liked the uh, the differences between like the women's sex talk and the men's. But like, yeah. what would you wish you had learned in that sex talk? Like, what information? Because I think that could be really funny.
14: That's true. I kind of like things being super vague and figuring them out on my own. But I'll think about it.
2: I just thought it was interesting that your uncle gave you the talk and not your dad. Yeah. And I was just wondering like, if there, you could come up with a reason for like, Why did he outsource it to your
14: Yeah, <laughs> your uncle? I don't think my dad knew it ever happened. My dad's philosophy was always like, he's a smart kid. He's going to figure it out. <laughs> 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 Maybe I'll lead with that. Um, cool. Thank you, guys.
3: Yay! Joey Avery! I do not see Ashton Tate, so we'll move right along. Your next comedian, one of my favorite comics on the scene in San Francisco, clap wildly for Joe Gorman! Woo-hoo.
17: For having me, I'm so excited. I'm so nervous about being here. I didn't do any comedy this weekend. I did nothing this entire weekend. How amazing is that? It's so sweet, man. It's sweet. Like when I was in my 20s, it's a different story, man. When I was in my 20s, I would live for the weekend and I get excited about doing stuff. I'd be like, "Oh man, it's the weekend! Like let's crack a couple brewskis, you know? Let's cut up a line of coke, you know? Like let's have sex with a mixed race." Let's get fucking wild, you know? Now I'm in my 30s, now it's a different story. Now it's like, oh man, it's the weekend. Let's try not to get any bed sores, huh champ? Let's reach for those stars. Mission not accomplished yet again. I was ordering shit like a madman on Amazon.com, feeling like George Jetson. I can't take my dinner in pill form just yet, but it's the next best thing, man. I'm done with going to Target. Those days are fucking over, man. I'm burning up my membership card, having to push those disgusting ass Target shopping carts around. They're just plastic. They're meant to absorb germs, man. It's probably dirtier than a public toilet seat. I don't have to touch that shit anymore. And I hate the Target stores in general because parents just drop their kids off at Target for an entire day. They'll get there at like 8 a.m., give them a bunch of sugar, and just let them loose in the store in this weird kinda Lord of the Flies scenario. And you got these kids just fingering their buttholes, picking their nose, and touching everything in the store. And then I gotta unload that shit into my shopping cart Go to the front of the store, make eye contact with the checkout person? Fuck that, man. Amazon.com has it all figured out. You can buy whatever you want. I bought a human heart on Amazon.BlackMarket.com. I'm all about it, man. You pick out whatever you want in this virtual warehouse. Slave labor has to pack it all up and ship it out to you. And then my order is at my door 30 seconds later. (laughs) Delivered via drone. Huh? Yeah, a robot, man. Any other country, you hear the whirling of a drone motor. It means you're going to die. But in America... Oh, in America, it just means my skin cream's arrived. What a time to be alive. You see how that dog was trying to warn his master? Look out, there's a fire happening in that radio station. Too much truth, we gotta get out of here. Oh, man, it's great. I do everything online. I date online. Yeah, it's fucking cool again. In early 2003, you tell somebody you have an online dating profile, they think you're a sexless fucking loser, you know? Now you tell people you have an online dating profile, you're a player. I love that shit, man. I'm on OkCupid. That's the free online dating app because I remember the Occupy Wall Street movement, so I remember where I came from, all right? I'm not going to go on eHarmony with the fucking 1%. You see all those commercials for eHarmony? It's those 20-year-olds. They can't get it figured out. They're out of love. You know, they're like, I can't, I just, I'll never find true love. I'll never make it happen. And then a six-million-year-old man comes out of the bushes, and he's like, pay for my website, and you can fuck young people. It's like, oh, not buying that, man. I like OkCupid because it's free and it's cheap just like me, baby. I'm like J-Lo. My love don't cost a thing, you know? People shit on, uh, people shit on online dating websites because they say, like, Joe, the problem with online dating— Women never respond to the messages you send them. You know, you'll send them a message, and they'll just sit there in their inbox. They'll never respond to it. And I think the problem is a lot of guys don't know how to talk to women online. You know, a lot of guys will just send an unsolicited dick pic right out of the gate. Like, that's it. That's how they're going to fall in love. You know, 40 years from now, their grandkids ask, like, how did you and Grandpa meet? And then Grandma dusts off her iPhone 6 and fucking pulls up, like, this unsolicited dick pic Grandpa sent and yeah. with a little message underneath, like, sit on it, smiley face, like, oh, your grandfather knew how to keep us warm during the second recession. All right. That's been my time. Thank you so much.
3: Well, keep okay. us warm during the second recession. Joe Gorman, yay!
17: No comments, I guess.
3: No, no, There's comments. Does everybody have comments? Any comments?
17: I mean, it was stellar, but... No, that's the problem. Like, I'm at the mountaintop. There's nowhere to go.
14: I'm sorry.
17: It was but, great. Uh, I think the,
14: the drone bit was just stood out as yeah. the best. God, that's that the, the problem guy. with it, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so it fucking is, good. Yeah.
17: I'm going to call my first album The Drone Bit. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what they want.
14: Yeah. Cool.
17: Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you.
3: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
17: okay. Sweet. All right. Moving right
3: along on the list. Your next comedian, a lovely lady. Put your hands together for Madison.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
12: Um, so, I have been trying to live my life differently and be a little bit more like Sherlock Holmes, be more observant, so I always count the steps now. It's actually really useful if you're walking around in the dark. Um, (laughs) but I've been trying to be really observant about people's hands and their feet. Um, so, you know, I notice things like wedding rings and how dirty someone's hands are, but like... On the Sherlock Holmes TV shows, they always, like, use that information somehow. Like, they move it forward. But the only thing I really know about how someone's hands or feet look is that anybody who's trying to have sex with women should have short and clean fingernails. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, like, now every time I look at someone's hands, I just picture them fingering me, and it's making all of my interactions really uncomfortable. (laughs) Um... I have a moral dilemma. So 50% of people are depressed, or like in this room, like 85%, but it's still this really taboo subject, really intimate, so if you tell someone like you suffer from depression, then they're, they open up to you a lot more and they'll tell you their secrets. So basically like, is it bad to use my own mental illness to manipulate other people? <laughs> is that wrong? <laughs> um, okay. Oh, my new favorite comeback when somebody's being really annoying is to tell them that they're carrying um, a medium-to-large fecal load, and then just walk away while they try to figure it out. (laughs) Um, So, I only recently found out what tentacle porn is. For a really long time, I thought, men were just putting octopuses, octopi, on their penises, and, like, the tentacles were sucking on the dicks. And I felt really bad for the octopuses. (laughs) It was really sad. (laughs) But I I felt bad for the wrong species there. Um, I think, you know that whole, like, you need eight glasses of water a day? I think that myth was... Or, like, that theory was made up by a dude who just wanted an excuse to, like, get up and walk around at work a lot. Because, like, realistically, that's the only reason I ever drink water. But just kidding, I don't have a job anymore, so I'm really dehydrated. <laughs> <laughs>
14: uh,
12: um, sorry. Ooh. So my grandmother is 94. And I'm trying to convince my whole family that when she turns 100, we should send her to space. Because, like, either it'll be, like, a life-changing moment or, like, a life-ending moment. (laughs) And I I think she's down because for, like, the past five years, she's refused to buy green bananas. (laughs) Um, Okay, this one's a work in progress. But I'm really broke. Uh, I don't know. Okay, so would it be inappropriate to use Venmo to, like, ask a guy to pay for half my abortion? Like, is there an emoji for that? (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) What's the best way? (laughs) Um, Okay, I'm going to end on that because people laughed.
7: Madison! Comments from the people. He should absolutely pay for the whole thing. (laughs) That's not something you go Habs on. (laughs) Halves on dinner's okay, but seriously. Um, I liked your thing about what you think about when you look at a guy's fingernails and hands. But you said, like, you said hands and feet. And so then I thought you were going to go somewhere with the feet. Like, what about his feet? I mean, comes to mind, I mean, because the hand was a sexual thing, like... It drives me crazy if someone's toenails are long and you can feel them in bed or, I don't know, but like, so maybe something else because you mentioned hands and feet before. That was a thought. Yeah. Thanks. San, just, are you jumping over to the
3: microphone or are you just putting your stuff together? Oh, okay. Gotcha. No, it's all good. We thought that- I just say
8: slow down. Just relax. Just, you know, no one's rushing you through it. Just relax.
3: Thanks. That's it. Um, the- and the fingernails one, I don't know, it, have I heard you do that joke before? Yeah. Okay, so it was you. Just because I, I think it maybe it was at the brainwash the other night I heard, because yeah, I. I did it I Okay, so aspect. it was you, because I was going to say, like, I think I heard that before, but it was you, so it's okay. <laughs> so it's. <laughs> you can plagiarize yourself. Yeah, you it's yeah. Stop plagiarizing yourself.
18: I have one here. How long have you been doing stand up?
12: Um, like a month or two on and off, kind of.
18: I would suggest, like, this is my personal suggestion, it'll help you, like, write down, like, two bullet points or just, like, one or two jokes you want to talk about and just ramble. Okay. Like, don't even worry about being funny because it doesn't matter. Like, that helps with nerves a lot better because if you get stuck on, what like, the words of your jokes at the beginning, you'll sound like you're reading. You know what I mean? Like, people will pay attention to you more than what your joke is about.
12: Okay. Thanks. So.
3: All right everybody, it's Madison. Your next comedian is gonna be in the Desi Comedies Festival coming up very soon. Put your hands together for Richard Sarvate.
2: Hello, oh Banjo. Nice and racist.
3: It's Steve Martin.
2: Oh is it? oh, that is nice. <laughs> oh wow, that took a turn. <laughs> it was Yeah, it was me. Secret racist. (laughs) Uh, Whenever I have a bunch of $1 bills in my wallet, my friend will always go, uh, where were you last night? The strip club? The strip club? And I I, I hate having to explain, no, dude, I was at the vending machine. (laughs) All right, first joke over. Next joke. Uh, Why are homeless people always yelling? You know, like, I mean, that burns calories. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's
2: just. a r- really short joke about homeless people. Pretty offensive. Um, w- w- <laughs> m- my fighting uh, sounds a lot like having sex. <laughs> you know, just like. Uh, 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 oh. Take that. <laughs> You like that? (laughs) 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 Joke number four. Um, As you get older, time goes faster. So weird. That's like, that would be like if you ate half a pizza and there was only a quarter of a pizza left. (laughs) Fuck that. You would ask for your money back. I want my money back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think the best flavor of ice cream would be uh, an ice cream that tastes like the feeling of breathing after holding your breath for one minute. Thank you, sir. (laughs) I was just waiting to see if there was going to be. like Sometimes I don't know how long you have to wait for the laugh, you know? Um... (laughs) Uh, I hate startups, dude. I just hate them. And I hate Kickstarters. You you don't need a Kickstarter if you have a good product. You know, like, do you think there was a Kickstarter for fried chicken? No, dude. Do you think someone had to go to an investor meeting and pitch it? We're trying to, like, combine the chicken space with the fried space, create a synergy between the two markets. Our demographic is uh, people who are hungry – and enjoy delicious food. I don't know how we're going to sell this. All right, that was uh, just another good point I made. (laughs) Uh, I hate the concept uh, of a renaissance man. People people call people a renaissance man if they're really smart, but, dude, during the renaissance, there wasn't that much stuff to learn. (laughs) You know what I mean? There was, like, no calculus. Like, as long as you could ride a horse and calculate a hypotenuse, you were a renaissance man.
19: Yeah.
2: <laughs> if those, if was a renaissance man today, we'd be like, dude, you need... We, we would put him in special ed.
19: <laughs> <You know? laughs>
2: and we'd be like, dude, stop inspecting flowers. I don't care what the genus is. <laughs> uh, I hate it when people come back from vacation and they always say the same thing. They're like, I just came back from Istanbul... The pace of life is just slower. It's just more laid back. I'm like, what did you do in Istanbul? Oh, we were at the beach. <laughs> this I just came back from Spain and the pace of life, it's just slower. It's like, what were you doing? Oh, we just like drank wine and hung out at cafes. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, I don't think you like vacation. I think you like, I don't think you like traveling. I think you just like having time off. Thank you for uh, it, was, it was a good speech I had. Uh, <laughs> thanks very much.
3: Richard Sarvade, I was you on their first four jokes. I was rolling back here. I was yes! super in first four jokes. Oh,
6: uh, the the one about ones in your wallet. Like, mm-hmm. uh, no, if you were at a strip club, you wouldn't have the ones anymore. It's true
2: a bad night at a strip club.
3: What's that? Right, unless you was working. Uh, it, you'd have to be the one working at the strip club. Or
2: to fucked up strip club. To have all of the... Oh, but it's like, where are you going to... Oh, yeah. But people say that to me. If I have ones in my... Oh, they're like, where are you going to go? Right. You're okay, on the okay, strip club? Okay. It's not club? where you been. It's where you going right, go.
3: Unless you're a girl. For me, when I show up at a bar and I have tons of ones, they say, geez, you just come from work or what? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I don't work at a strip club and... <laughs> Just touch baby dicks.
2: Why do people always make a joke when you have ones? It's like, dude, they're done. Like, stop it. Because that's how you make it rain. <laughs> <laughs> I love making it rain.
3: Comments for Richard? I thought it was a great set. I don't have a lot of constructive criticism. You're always I mean, writing what can new you stuff. Do with, and
2: I mean, it was, I mean, yeah. You know, me and Joe here are just <laughs> with those fire sets.
3: <laughs> On fire. No comments? Uh, All right, yeah, clap definitely. wildly. Yay, Richard. <laughs> But that's good because we have people, and we need to. We can be shorter because it's. We, we can fit everybody in. Uh, all right, everybody, your next comedian, rolling on up to the stage, Jackson McBrayer. When you said goodbye, I thought I would cry, or at least feel the dark of a deep shade of blue. I would have to attend to a hard on the mend and would fight back
6: memories. All right, so story time. I, uh, I started, I've been on a couple dates with this monogamous girl. And I didn't know she was monogamous until recently. Uh, but the first thing she told me is she's bisexual. So my thought was like, okay, if we're dating the same girl, does that count as monogamy? my thought. Like, meeting you halfway? Like, okay. Uh, I, it's been a while since I got laid, so I think I'm going to have to go club hopping this weekend. And like, I've basically got it down to a system for club hopping. I go in my wheelchair, obviously, uh, because then I'm novelty dick. And I go break dancing in my wheelchair because that makes me impressive. And inevitably, a pretty girl sits in my lap because how else are you going to dance with a guy in a wheelchair? And all of a sudden, my lap becomes the water and they're chumming the waters. Basically, there's a lot of wetness going on. It's good, it's a good move. Uh, thing I learned about club hopping in a wheelchair, I've learned a few things actually. Like if you fall out of your wheelchair while getting a lap dance, they will kick you out of the club if you don't stop dry humping. <laughs> but as long as you get back in your wheelchair, it's fine. Uh, and then you can just dry hump away. It's totally okay. Uh, it's just a get out of jail free card. Also, uh, random girls will make out with you in front of their boyfriends, and nothing bad has ever happened to me for that because I'm a cripple. Yay! Uh, it's just a perk. So everybody should get in a wheelchair. It's kind of awesome, but I'm good at it. That's the thing. Like I forget that I have like pretty privilege. Like if I gotta have one privilege, it's being pretty. It's nice. It makes life so much easier. Um, but I realize that maybe that's just because I'm in a wheelchair. Like. My birth parents were both drug addicts who are now dead, Uh, but they must have been gorgeous. Like, I never met them, but you know. (laughs) This is, uh, yeah, dark shit, right? Uh, I actually was, uh, I remember writing in a journal entry when I was little that um, I know I was a mistake. And And my real mom, the one who raised me, goes, Jackson, you don't know you were a mistake. I was like, mom, both of my birth parents are dead from drug overdoses. Like, paint you a picture. Like, two drug addicts decide to have a kid on purpose. That's <laughs> never fucking happened. You know what, if that happened, I'd be more upset. I would be like, you guys are fucking idiots. I come from moronic stock. I mean, like, being an accidental pregnancy is way better than coming from people that fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, so don't have kids. I think they should put uh, birth control in PBR. Like put male birth control in PBR, and they could change their slogan like "A beer a day keeps her abortion away." <laughs> I like it. Okay, uh, a few weekends back, uh, I was rolling down the street, and this girl goes, "Oh, you hella cute!" And I was like, "Wait, did I just get catcalled?" This is feminism, and this is awesome. Fuck yeah! Uh, feminist joke. All right, thank you. I'm Jackson McBrayer.
3: Jackson. Uh, you said in the beginning, chumming the waters. Whenever I hear chumming the water, it makes me think of blood. And when you're talking about girls, it makes me think of periods. But just be careful with that one particular like idiom, is that chumming the water, if you're doing that for a shark, it's like bloody fish guts that you throw into the water, and then, then the shark's like, yeah! And then you get in the cage, and then you watch them when you're in the cage underwater. But just be careful of your metaphors and
5: assemblies. I just want to say mad respect for your game and I'm getting a wheelchair like next week.
18: (laughs) 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 Um, This is probably really dark, but I was going to say, if you say both your parents are, are, you say, I'm not a mistake, both my parents were. Oh, interesting. Or just flip that and then go with that. I think that'd be kind of more entertaining because then people feel less bad for you and they feel bad for people that they've never met. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just an idea. Yeah. All right, that's an interesting, I'll flip it.
2: Right I thought the, uh, <laughs> would two drug addicts make a, res- like, uh, choose to have a child was really funny. Like, I just think an act out would be really good. Something like that. Maybe like, yeah, yeah, maybe, or like, yeah, in the middle of a drug deal or something, like, yeah, I'll have, a, I'll have an eighth and, uh, do you think it's time to settle down? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Something like
3: that.
20: Yeah.
3: <laughs> so just, yeah, that's funny. I don't Moving right along, trying to feed everybody <clears> on. <throat> Next comedian uh, is starting his own movement. You guys can join it. It's hashtag Ginger Lives Matter. Put your hands together for Matthew Quirk. <laughs>
5: Actually, I'm not doing Ginger Lives Matter this week. I just don't think it's going to be that funny this week for some, for some reason. Uh, anyway, so uh, I've, I've got this millennial roommate who's just been driving me crazy lately, and he's, he's actually trying to you know, to try, convince me how like, millennials are just as badass as any other generation ever. And I'm like, no fucking way. And He's like, yeah, we are. I'm like, look, dude, you're deathly allergic to peanut butter and bread. <laughs> You're just not as tough as past generations. But you know, he keeps insisting, he keeps insisting, he keeps insisting. And he's like, you know, we had tough childhoods back there, you know, in our in, in those days. And I'm like, no. W- what do you got? Cyberbullying? W- give me a break. I mean, we had bully bullying when I was a kid. You know, cyberbullying. It's just not real. It's fucking cyber. John John Taylor was real. He was real. He was one of those kids who grew up at like nine. He was like a 25-year-old, you know, and he just went out assaulting everyone. And they're like, "You don't understand cyberbullying? You know, The words hurt, the words hurt. And I'm like, they had words when I was growing up. That's no thing. It's bullshit. Anyway, you guys don't even cyberbully with words. You just use those pictographs that you guys stole from the Mayans—those emojis and clever use of punctuation to make a face. <laughs> I'm sure it's very scarring, very scarring. <laughs> but what do you expect? I mean, you guys with your participation trophies and your hypoallergenic soap—you just can't take it. I anyway, what else do I want to say about that? Millennials, wimps. Yeah, and the weed thing too. You guys, I mean, when I was growing up, you had weed or no weed. (laughs) Now you've got like dabs of shatter and vape pens and which club is selling the red Congolese on sale this week? You You just, you don't know how to suffer like we did in the old days. It's just amazing to think that. Basically, what you don't understand because you're all, you got those residual self images from the matrix, I mean, from Facebook, that your life is so great. And you don't realize that generation after generation has just been getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And just as an example, take your average immigrant. They're from where it still is the past. And they're way tougher than we are. It's not even a contest. I can't take this guy anymore. I can't take him. You going to harm me? You can harm me anytime. (laughs)
19: Because
5: I'm running out of stuff to say. Uh, Yeah, so that's it. Hit me. Yay, Matthew
3: Quirk. Dabs, dabs, dabs. Shatter dabs.
18: I I think you could do whatever you want, but if you talk about bullying, the first thing people can think of is kids getting shot. So maybe an idea would be like, Oh, in our day, bullies, we call them parents. Because, you know what I mean? It's totally acceptable to you whip your kids.
5: I had a thought to bring that in that, like, because you guys don't know how to be bullied. Someone finally bullies you, and you shoot a place up. You don't know how to just sure. fight back. you
18: can you can you can but jump wanted, off with that.
5: Yeah, you guys got school shootings on. Me. I'll
18: give you that. In a we day. had corporal
3: corporal punishment was in the schools. I yeah. mean, I even when I was a kid. I'm 41, and when I was in kindergarten, we could be beat up by the principal, no questions. Like, oh, yeah, they we get hit by teachers. Yeah, spanked, and that whole deal. Yeah. So I was in fifth grade. Uh, so There was a teacher 85? who would take
5: you out and challenge you to a contest to throw a tennis ball at your balls. And if you hit him before he hit you, you know, then the, the, the game was
8: over.
3: Those were the days. Yeah.
8: <laughs> uh, scarring. You know, you could always just toss back to the scarring. You want to see scars or some shit, you know. Yeah. And, you know, look, I got scars right here and right here, you know. Like, like fuck emotional scars. I got real scars.
3: They are, they are weak, though, right now. They are so weak, those millennials. They are yes. such little bitchy, weak little freaks. I've, oh, I'm being bullied. Oh, blah, blah, blah. I was cyberbullied this week, and did I give a fuck? No, you just ignore it, you dumb punk. Fucking don't read it. Yeah, Block them. It's not a big deal. deal. I punched him
5: in the face.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, about dabs, that, uh, that, that whole section was really great. I enjoyed it very much. Matthew Quirk, yeah! <laughs> completely agree with you. Your next comedian, he is not a millennial. Uh, He's also a very funny guy. Put your hands together for Yuri Kagan!
18: Guess what? I totally am a millennial, technically. Are you really? I'm like one of the oldest ones. (laughs) Not a joke. I'm like one of the oldest millennials ever. Um... Um, the reason they, they need eye cream for people my age. Okay, um, I, I re- uh, my grandma, uh, she's from Russia. She used to always talk about shopping in the black market. So I was like, that's really cool that my grandma shops in Compton. <laughs> um, I recently spoke to my grandmother for the first time after a 10-year-long family feud, and now she has dementia. So it just goes to prove, hold a grudge, hold it long, <laughs> and soon they'll forget about it, right? Um, I introduced her to my fiance uh, and it was a little awkward because then she asked me if he was single and and I was like no he's not and then she's like good I like challenge. Uh, My grandma constantly forgets who I am. She constantly forgets who I am and uh, last time she tipped me ten dollars. So I visited her a hundred and fifty times in the past two weeks I need a lot of cash. Uh, She often forgets who I am, uh, and so it's kind of funny, like, there's a lot, like, the conversation restarts all the time, but I realize the way, like, there's some things that you can say that makes her remember things, so, like, when I see her, I'm always like, hey, Graham, I remember your friend Estelle? She got fat. And my grandma's always like, oh, Estelle was big gal. Oh, Yuri, oh, you're here, okay. Um, She uh, really likes when I tell her people are fat. Um, It sucks that my grandma doesn't have memories, but the it's good that she doesn't remember about loans. I fucked up that joke. Okay Um, um, It's it kind of sucks, you know that she that she doesn't remember me but uh, You should like she treats me like a stranger which might be a good thing because you should see how she treats our family (laughs) It's not great I, uh, I, really, I really hate when people talk about how they can't complain. Have you heard that? The pleasantries that people say, like you talk to buddy, you're like, "How's your day? And they're like, I can't complain. And you're like, really? You can't? Or you choose not to? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like you can't? Is that polite not to complain? Because it doesn't make sense to me. It's not polite to me not to complain a little bit. Like I'm Jewish. You have to complain about something. You got to, but like I can't complain. Of course you can complain. That's how we get everything done here. Everything gets done from fucking complaining, right? Like, going to work, after work, what do you do? You complain about your boss. It's American way. If you're saying you can't complain, you're saying you're un-American. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's a premise that is not going to go anywhere, okay? I, uh, got, I eat a lot. I, uh, I went to this restaurant recently, and this, uh, the waiter was talking about how the, the chicken was cruelty-free meat, and I was like, you did kill it, right? Like, was watery boarding out of the question? I don't know. It? it goes totally nowhere. All right, that's it. Thank you
5: very much.
3: I was just going to light it, but that was awesome. Yuri
5: Kagan, stellar set. Yeah, we were saying that can't complain thing, where I thought to me, I thought you're going to be like, what, what, can't complain, what? Where's that on the autism spectrum? Like, can't complain? Is that like a brain disease? <laughs> uh, and also, like, with the grandma, she gave me uh, $10. I thought she going to be like, which is fucked up, because usually for my birthday, she gives me $20, you know, like a, I was just thinking of like you know, grandma would always give me twenty bucks. Okay, you know? so but like, if I say I haven't talked to her in she,
18: ten years, how would she give me money?
5: Well, I oh. thought you were relating that to be like she gave me money cause she thought you money because you're a waiter. Uh, oh, I, I thought that's where you're going. Good call. Good good so call. I, it, it or, made me think of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. you know.
3: And I thought of that if you were a waiter and she thought you were a waiter, I was thinking that ten dollars is kind of a shitty tip. Yeah. So you could even for, be like, it's not one, even ten percent. Yeah, yeah I maybe I don't for know. Like they point. used to tip ten percent back then. She remembers that. Right, right. She They're, can't remember that. Oh, tip she remembers 20% every facelift.
18: She remembers all that stuff. She remembers <laughs> facelifts, plastic surgery. But God forbid, she remembers relatives. It was really
3: funny set though. All right, Yuri Geller, yay! <laughs> Moving right along, your next comedian. Uh, he showed up a little late, but now he's here. Everybody, put your hands together. It's Ashton Tate.
0: What's hi, everyone? Cool. Came up here and almost fell. That's nice. I uh, uh, parties. Can you live with them? Can you can't live without them? Um, not really good at uh, conversing at parties. This girl was like, uh, hey, Ashton, it's your—it's it's really hot in here. You must be really hot. And I was like, uh, thanks. Um, and then she was like, you should just take your sweatshirt off. And I was like, it's all right. I have a girlfriend, you know. its You shouldn't tell me that. <laughs> I just get bad at uh, reading people at parties. Um, but the, it was uh, I don't really like, uh, you guys like eating ice cream in public? I don't, you do? I don't really like it. Uh, Mainly because it's like I always just make eye contact with strangers (laughs) and it's really sexual for no reason. Um, Don't like uh, the combination. I mean, some some flavors sound like great separately, but then when you put them together, it sounds weird because my friend was asking me, he was like, dude, Ashton, what what flavors did you get? And I was like, uh, peach lavender, honey. (laughs) Just sounds like, you know, if you put too much of a comma in there, it sounds like a sounds like two flavors instead of three. So that's, uh, it's really, uh, every, every ice cream is sexual. No one's talking about it except me. It's a conspiracy theory. It's trying to bring back popsicles. Um, but, uh, I've never, I, uh, some, some people, some people like to get a change done. Um, I, I I don't think, I, I don't think I'll ever, uh, vote to legalize weed. Um. Just because, like, any time I've been asked on the street, the person already smells hot, like they're stoned, you know? <laughs> Clearly, uh, what, am I, what am I voting for? One time I almost did it, and then I realized, like, oh, I'm just getting a contact high right now. <laughs> I'm uh, about to sign this against my will. <laughs> but uh, in high school, I almost thought about legalizing it. A lot of kids, that was uh, that was a big stigma. Those high school kids are going to make a big difference. Um, I thought I, would, uh, I thought about giving up English and studying Spanish, that's what I did, except I wasn't really good at Spanish, like uh, I'd heard that if you sleep during listening to a language it helps you learn it, but that doesn't work in class, so that's, that's what I learned. And sometimes I think about, you know, what would my Spanish teacher say if she saw me now? That's, uh, I don't know what she'd say, but it'd be, uh, it'd be nice to know what someone who knows what she said had said about me. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Um, just got to find someone like that. But uh do you guys know which group of people talk the loudest during movies? It's airplane pilots. It's pretty <laughs> true. <laughs> it's, it's a good trivia question in case you were uh, wondering about that. I uh so you guys uh you guys preparing for the uh the eventual earthquake? You guys doing for that? A lot of people say build uh build houses that have stern foundations, but I uh, I just go to the cafe and I get a, a tiny cup of tea with a saucer. That way uh, I let everyone know. Okay, that's dumb. Thank you guys, my name's Ashton. Have a great night.
3: Ashton Tate. You don't know any Spanish? You can't say anything in Spanish that's I- like even ridiculous? Like, ayúdame, donde está la biblioteca?
0: Yeah, I can. I can get by.
3: But but in that joke, mm. like I feel like you mention. Well, I would say the teacher would have said something, but I couldn't understand her anyway because I was never paying attention. But so if you sling together some really bad Spanish, yeah. it could punctuate that in a way. Like if you're like, "Cuánto cuesta tu madre?" Oops, I learned the wrong. <laughs> That's how much does your mother cost? Uh, yeah. Something you're you know I don't know.
6: Okay, cool. Yeah. You,
3: you're that one doesn't work. That one's not plugged in at all. That what you're using is not plugged I in. I heard
0: you.
18: Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I, oh, yeah.
18: Right. I was gonna say if if you allude to not knowing any Spanish and just learning it from movies and whatever, if the only thing you know is ay or something like that, <laughs> um, then the other one is. Uh, I was gonna say the the bit about not being able to read people. I think is the funniest thing. Not
0: being
18: a what? To not being able to read people. Oh, okay. Like I think you, they, you can also add a really short, succinct joke in between where you're talking about like not being able to read people where it's literally reading something
9: mm-hmm.
18: and like more specific, completely different than what you just said. Does that make sense? Like a second joke within that? Yeah. Does is that confusing? I'll
3: have to talk with you about it. Yeah, just no it idea. was the best of times. It was the worst of times.
0: Um, is, that, is that a reference
3: to what you a, a reference to a book within... It's the beginning of the book. Tale of Two Cities.
20: Right. Heard the phrase, but what? Oh, and I I, was—I really like the the concept behind the ice cream joke of the the bit about licking it and like, but I think you could probably expand on it maybe more or like just act it out a little bit or something. Yeah, I mean, this
0: looks just like ice cream, so I need to. uh, (laughs) Yeah, I because it's a
20: good like you set it up and then you just kind of move right on, but it is a good concept. And then the airplane joke's great. Oh, there
11: you.
3: And popsicles are way more sexual than ice cream because it's like sucking a dick. Right. Whereas eating an ice cream cone is like just licking, I and mean, you gotta lick it to like it, kind of, unless you have a spoon. But well, popsicles was- are like actually like shaped like dicks.
0: Well, I had the thought that a cone is like two balls in a shaft, but that's ah. I don't know. It seems a bit of a stretch to start talking about ice cream in that format, but sure. I don't know.
3: Especially since there's usually a clean comic.
8: Yeah,
0: times of changed. No, I don't know.
8: <laughs> about if you want to read People, maybe like People Magazine, you know, you could like start to read like a bullshit cover, you know, in Kardashian, and I don't know what the fuck you this says. You can't
3: read People, that's cute, you can't read People, oh, right. People Magazine. Yeah. Yeah, like you just don't care about Beyonce's new dress anymore. And then
0: I could tie back in the, uh, yeah, the Spanish, Los Humanos, yeah. I don't know if that's People in the Spanish translation, but I'll figure it out, so...
3: All right. Thank you, guys. Yay, Ash Tate. Ash Tate. Two more comedians for you guys. Your next comedian. Uh, really funny guy. Had a great set last Friday at the Hell Hat. Put your hands together for Ian Levy.
20: Hey, guys. Um, th- this last 4th of July, I went, um, uh, I went uh, to Lake Tahoe with some family, and we decided to go uh, rafting. Has anyone ever been rafting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's a, no, it's a cool. It's a cool thing. Uh, I've done it like twice before in a little personal-sized boat, but this was um, uh, a boat that it was a large boat with a lot of us <laughs> rowing together. Uh, it was me, my sister, her boyfriend, my dad, his girlfriend, her daughter, and her daughter's boyfriend. Um, and, and I learned quickly uh, when on the water, there's a good reason why uh, boats only have one captain. Like it doesn't really, it's not a strong place to exercise democracy on, on open water. It's, um, I, I found, it, it's an interesting experience rafting because they don't have, they don't have like rating systems for the rapids when you get to rapid sections. They're just named different things that kind of give you a sense of how rough the rapid is going to be. So if it's, like, an easy rapid, it'll be called, like, you know, Otter's Playground or, like, Duck's Canoodle. And then and then you get to a rapid that's called, like, you know, uh, Satan's Migraine or something. And, you're, you know, Dragon's Toenail. And you're just like, ah, shit. Um... And and we were we were going down in this this boat uh, and we were going down the river uh, and we'd come up to a rapid that I that that was called uh, uh, Lucifer's Enema and we were going along and and there's just a certain there's just a certain moment where I think it, it takes a, a certain personality to really enjoy rafting like I'm a pretty easygoing guy and you can't be a really determined person if you're going to be into rafting because sometimes you'll have an opinion and your opinion just wrong. And there was this point where there was like a split in the water, and then uh, some people in my boat decided, like, we should go left, and the river said, like, no, you're going right. And it's just not a good, you know, you don't have time to, like, like vote on it, but our boat turned into, like, a council at the UN, where we were just going, well, I'd like to raise the motion that we start paddling to the left now, please, and then it it was bad. Um, we survived, but it was very, very bumpy ride on the way out. Um, that's all I, I, I really had planned to talk about. So I, I could just riff now for a while until I get kicked off the stage. I thought um, what you were saying about, like, I don't understand the argument that people who have, like, you know, like, oh, back in my day, we were so tough, like... Good for you. I had fun. Like, you know you, you know what what I did today when I left my house, the thing that upset me is I kept running into Zubats and Pokemon Go. Like that's my my people I was like, ah, oh, you were, you know, in my day you were a wimp if you didn't have polio. And it's like that doesn't make me sad, you know. That makes me happy not to be you. Uh I don't know. It's just true. It's just true. No, 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 I know. It's just everyone's like, ah, back in my day, I went, like, uphill both ways, you know, to go to school. And I'm like, I went downhill in my Heelys, so fuck off. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Um, Someone else was saying something about uh, uh, Renaissance? uh, Oh, yeah, Renaissance stuff. Um, Was that the – was that – I well I'll just I'll just transition into <laughs> I realized that what I was going to say doesn't really have to do with the renaissance but um I was just trying to find a bridge but it failed um I uh do you guys I I don't know if if I don't I call myself an agnostic okay because I don't think there's a way to know uh if there's a God or not, you know, I think it's, it's up to everyone, you know, I haven't been everywhere, I haven't seen everything, whatever. So I call myself an agnostic, but I do believe in history. Like, I think history, I think historians leave little, little hints and clues. And I know there was a, there was a point in history where science uh, was put above all else and we questioned our reality and, you know, we questioned uh, the existence of a God. And we called that uh, the time uh, the Age of Enlightenment. And then there was another time where we picked our leaders through uh, God, and we figured the Word of God is the right thing, and everyone needs to follow God, and that's the ultimate truth. Uh, and we called that the Dark Ages. Now. I'm not. I'm not saying you know that's pr- emphatic proof that you know everything goes better. But okay, I don't know where yeah. that's going. Just a rambling thought. All right, thanks. Failing. Now I'm headed
3: down. Ian Levy. Levy. Comments for Ian Levy. Are there any? He had a little cute set. I had the thing. I was just upset that you mentioned that stupid Pokemon bullshit. If I hear another adult talk about running into the street to find a fucking fake, stupid thing on their goddamn iPhone, it's like, find something better to do with your time. Like, yeah. read a book. Yeah. Christ, I'm going to run out on the street. That's what everyone's worried about as now. As, as, kids p- gonna- as
20: someone who I know is like a big Warriors fan, is it really that much better? If like, oh, I got a ball and a hoop. Like, so what if I collect a fake electric mouse? That's, you know, <laughs> everyone has their thing. It's all stupid. It's all irrelevant.
5: <laughs> no, you're wrong. It's better. <laughs> yeah.
18: Um, the rafting joke, the UN thing, I would just change it from the UN to something that, say, the average American might know. Like, maybe make it more political in the US. Okay. Because I don't think most Americans would really know what you're trying to say. Okay. And it could be really funny. Like, it's a yeah. pretty funny premise. Stars or something. Yeah. Yeah, or even yeah. if it, or, totally or but <laughs> yeah. I meant like, like, like the <laughs> political good. race here or something else. Yeah, like, that's yeah. a little bit more. I mean, most of powerful. my
20: comedy, though, is to set up to tell the audience I'm smarter than you. So that's what I'm trying to. I, I don't want them to get it. It's not. It's not a reference you, for them. It's for me. Your
3: names, the names of all the things, Devil's Enema and all that, is very, very funny. Okay. That all that was really, really spot on. Okay, thanks. Guys. D- Ducks Canoodle. That's the name of my next CD. Okay. No, I'm <laughs> I like that's Ducks fun. Canoodle. Ian Levy. <laughs> All right, we have one more comedian, and we have five minutes left, so we're just going to give him a five-minute set, and we're not going to give him comments. So, hey, welcome to the stage. He has a great show on Sunday nights called Old Soul Radio. It's Mike Evans Jr.
13: It is a very rough time to be a young black man in America right now. Had to say it. We're all thinking it. We're all... All my Uber drivers have been picking me up like, woof. You all right, man? I'm just like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's an awkward time to be a black dude. Fucking my mom caught me jacking off in the kitchen last night. She thinks I'm depressed. She thinks that's how I'm handling everything that's going on. I'm just beating off in random places. When really, I'm just preparing for the end of the world, honestly. Because when shit hits the fan, I'm coming. I'm dying happy. I don't know about you guys. If Trump wins, like, right now, some of you would protest or fucking go save your family. I'm beating off instantly. I'm like, oh, I got to get this last one off before the nukes come. Maybe it's a dark joke. It's only one of the things that could end the world, too. Like, if a meteor is coming down from the sky, is that a fuck? That- yep. But you got to make sure it's a meteor first. It can't be a bird and you're at a Giants game and fucking everybody sees it with your dick out. It'd be pretty bad. <laughs> oh, man. I do have to wonder, though, what white people think right now because, like, I have a lot of white friends A lot of them are like, I just don't know what what to do. Like, I like like Pokemon. I like fucking hashtags. I like going on summer vacations and shit. But, like, I can't. I'm white. I feel like I have no say in what to do. This is not even a joke. This is really just me imitating what my white friends say. (laughs) Um, Let me move on to actual jokes. Um, Yeah, I'm in an open relationship right now, which means I'm not in a relationship right now. If you guys have ever been to one, don't fucking do it. It's bullshit. It's terrible. Every time I watch porn, I'm thinking, this could be my girlfriend right now. And I cannot say anything about it because we're in an open relationship. Next joke. Um, hmm. I know a porn star now. That's as far as that joke goes. Uh, What you said about God earlier. Um me and God are friends, man. We we kick it. He uh, he exists in karma. Like every time I litter, he like, you know, gets a guy to rape me. And so that's just kind of a thing that happens. It's the thing between me and Guy. We got it worked out. He's like, Hey, you better be nice. or <laughs> Your butthole is gonna wanna think twice. It's uh, it's in the Bible somewhere I think. But uh Yeah. I kind of nothing really else to think about. What's on, what's on your guys' mind besides black people and cops? Because I know I pretty much brought that to the fucking surface. I've been thinking about talking to a cop, too, just about everything going on in the world. I feel like Trump is really bringing out everything that America's been thinking about for the past couple of years. And... uh it's weird though, I can't imagine a place without people of color. I think Trump is like imagining this vast utopia of just white people everywhere. And I think that every time there's a lot of white people in one place, it turns into this scary like like Florida. Florida, it's always fucked up in Florida. They have sex with each other and shit, there's all this incest. It doesn't happen when you're interracial. It doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is me just venting right now. There's oh, yeah. just a lot of crazy shit happening. Two minutes? Two minutes? Cool. Yep. Yeah, is as long as it takes for me to come most of the time. It's two minutes. I think I always relate shit back to sex because it's a universal term. I feel like a lot of things right now are very divisive in terms of like how we feel. Like, oh, she's like that, he's like that. But sex, like eating, music, is all those things that people always can relate to. You tell a cum joke, most people are going to laugh. Unless you're at a hunger strike, then nobody's going to laugh. I told a cum joke at a hunger strike at this uh, hunger strike at 17th Valencia about me coming in a bucket and then pouring it on my ex-girlfriend. Not the joke to make in front of a lot of feminists. They get very upset when you compare a girl to a glazed donut. <laughs> if you didn't get that joke, because semen, when it goes covered around your body, it heats up and then it kind of just sticks to your skin and then it peels off as if you're a glazed donut. <laughs> and if you're a girl, it's even more funny because they get paid less. All right, guys, my name is <laughs> Mike. Have a good night.
3: Yay! Mike Evans Jr. Clap wildly! Hooray! Huzzah! Yay! I think cum jokes are funny, and I like your glazed donut joke, and I'm a feminist, and I still have a sense of humor. That's the problem with most feminists, is they just don't have a fucking sense of humor. Uh, yeah! Thank you guys for being here tonight. We got through 17 comics. 17 comics on a Monday. It's unheard of, uh, most with comments. Thank you guys so much for being here. Yay, Ashton Tate, Matthew Quirk, Ian Levy. Thank you, Heidi Mueller, for being here. Joe Gorman, it's always the best pleasure. Also, Matthew Quirk, Mike Evans Jr., listen to Old Soul Radio every Sunday from 10 to midnight. Thank you guys uh, for being here at the Joke Workshop. Stay tuned. Coming up next, Forever Two Wheels. Forever Two Wheels! Fuck the world! Forever Two Wheels! This was the Joke Workshop. Thanks, everybody. I was your host, Pam Benjamin. Thanks to Jonathan Moore for starting it up for us tonight. Good night.
5: Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern?
19: But if you can't make it to mutiny radio well don't even worry don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere like your aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak yes. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.prcolected.org slash comedy clubhouse or
3: The dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician JD Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday 10am to noon on Mutiny Radio that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery.
21: Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's Performance Space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your that
1: now. To hurt me, but boy how it burns me whenever she touched me, and you know, I feel so lucky, oh. Well, hey there, Chef Frischischi. If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside you can find Counter Offer, and offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them and for the specials very deep. <laughs> the
6: course of course that <laughs>
19: <What>? <laughs> this is dog's part. <laughs>
1: to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Um,
10: Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience, puppets... Kittens, unicorns, porn, maybe? Oh, well, stage shine makes them happy, and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM index
1: at
19: org.
10: So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FM Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up. Again, what the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! yeah right. I got it.
7: You got it. <laughs> Look at that tragedy.
19: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be... Like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead peasants? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even
5: going to be jerks about it.